Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast. I'm Ros Clark. I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and I'm the host here on these podcasts. This is our book review podcast of the month. Amanda's here with me as usual. Hi. And uh, we are in the vicarage, but we are not accompanied this time by the parakeet. Uh, so hopefully there will be minimal squawking going on unless we get very excited <laughs> about the books we're going to talk to you. So this is our Christmas gift guide is what we've called it. We've got three different categories of books that our friends at the Good Book Company and 10 of those have sent us to have a look at. We've got some books that are the kind that you might give away to a friend who's not a Christian or you might give away as a whole church to people who come to your carol service, that kind of thing. We've got a lot of children's books, some of which are Christmas themed and some aren't, but all of the sort of thing which you might think about giving to a child as a Christmas present. And then we've got some books that you might want to put on your own wish list, particularly uh, some devotional resources um, and a a sort of New Year resources. So those are the sort of things we're going to be talking about. We've got quite a lot. We might not get to all of them in detail, (laughs) but I will put all the links to them uh, on the blog post that goes with this, along with sort of where you can buy them and and all of those sort of details. So don't feel you've got to take notes (laughs) as you listen. (laughs) So one thing I just thought, Amanda, be... Um, worth saying at the beginning they're all really nice looking books aren't they yes uh, it's really encouraging to see uh, Christian books with really high quality production uh, values in them beautiful illustrations in the children's books lovely uh, hardcover bindings uh, really nice to look at uh, this seems to be the way of books now as, as ebooks are more popular the ones that you, the books that you actually have physically people want them to be pleasant to hold and to look at and that's very much how things seem to be going in the Christian publishing world. Exactly there's nothing here that I would be embarrassed to give as a gift Mm -hmm. or disappointed to receive as a gift they you know they're just really nicely done which I'm not sure that 10 or 15 years ago was was always the case so I just thought that was a really nice thing. So I've been looking at some of these little evangelistic books they're all a similar sort of size the kind of thing that you could slip into the envelope of a, a reasonable size Christmas card if you wanted to. I've got Are You Ready for Christmas by Roger Carswell, Rescuing Christmas by Carl Lafferton, and The Greatest Gift by Paul Williams. Now, I would say Rescuing Christmas has clearly got the best cover because it's got a penguin on it. Um, I, I admit, I slightly thought this was going to be a different book when I got it. I am quite a Scrooge about Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um I sort of hate it. And my, my summer always slightly starts to, to kind of tension with dread at about the beginning of November. And I thought this was going to be a book for me about how I could still really enjoy Christmas, even though it's awful. Um, but it's not really that. It is, it is, in fact, just another evangelistic book about Christmas. And, and I mean, there is sort of a, a mention of you might not find Christmas perfect because it's not everyone's favourite time of year. Um, I would say of these three books... I mean, they do all sort of fit a similar mould for a similar niche. My feeling would be, if I had to pick one to give to a friend, the one that as I was reading it, I thought, oh, do you know, I know somebody that I think I might give this to, was The Greatest Gift. It's really nicely presented. It's got nice little illustrations inside. It's got stories, um, but it's also very clear... um, and straightforward to kind of read through where he's going. And he talks about um, 
Jesus. So every chapter is basically telling us something about Jesus. Jesus is God. Jesus is the light. Jesus is life. Um, Jesus is love. All of those kinds of things. And I just thought, actually, I could imagine giving that to somebody. The Roger Carswell one, if you've ever heard Roger Carswell speak or read any of his books, you'll you'll know what to expect. It's absolutely chock full of stories. Um, so it's very readable, very fun. Um, the Christmas story is there and the meaning of it is there. Um, it's not my favourite kind of style. It's slightly less logical, slightly less coordinated. But I, if I were picking a book to give at a church carol service to everybody i might well pick that yeah the stories some people really like storytelling as a way of understanding the world so exactly and it's not that the others don't have stories but this is really focused on that and i think you're right i think a lot of people would really love that and would find it very easy to pick up and read um the carl lafton one i don't know quite who i would give that to i might i guess if there was someone i wanted to give an evangelistic book to who i knew didn't love christmas you know, maybe somebody who's been bereaved recently or, you know, just for whom it's a very difficult time. I guess this book addresses that slightly more than the others. Um, he uses the story of the, well, not really, a little bit the story of the, the Three Kings, but particularly the presence of gold and frankincense and myrrh to highlight um, what we've been saved from and what we've been saved by and what we've been saved for. I wasn't completely convinced by the way he sort of hung all of those things on the on the gift. So... Yeah, I thought it was okay, but it, I, I must admit, I think it was my least favourite, apart from the cover, which I, I really like with with the penguin. So those are the sort of evangelistic books we've been looking at. They're all, as I say, similar size, I think similar sort of price. They're, I think you can get them all on those sort of cheap deals if you buy a lot of them, if you're wanting uh, a sort of church worth. So there we go. What have we got in terms of children's books, Amanda? Start oh, we have, you've we been have a great, uh, great pile of wonderful resources uh, there, I had a co- little collection of the characters of Christmas, which uh, is really a sort of preschool book, uh, sort of thing you might give out at your toddler group. There's sort of two versions, aren't there? One well, for I, slightly I, older ones. Well, no, I think there are. Th- yeah, there are. There are and then three- there's, there's the coloring book. Yes. Yeah, so there's a there's a, a board book. Yes. Then there's a sort of softback book, maybe for an older child. You might, yeah. although it's the same text, so it doesn't really it, matter. I thought it had more text. Oh, it? okay, maybe. Uh, anyway, yes. Anyway, uh, they are they're all beautifully illustrated, yeah, lovely. lovely with lovely words, um, and a delightful coloring book. We have um, a little boy staying in the vicarage at the moment with in, with his family, and he was very an eight year old actually, and he was very keen oh, to color yeah. in the stars at the front, lovely. and has got himself going on the coloring book. So, and I think maybe his smaller brother, who's only oh, yeah, three, has also some, done some colouring on the baby Jesus' that looks, face. That looks like three-year-old colouring. Yeah, so lovely. really nice big pictures, n- lovely to colour in, and, and, and the story told again. So, I, yes. you know, you can, you can tell the story as well as uh, use it for activities. Yeah, fantastic uh, gift for toddler group or anyone, any preschooler you know. It's quite... Uh, directly evangelistic the, mm. the last line invites you to love and follow jesus and be part of the story right uh so it's it's quite direct but that's great and uh, love lovely books by uh ruth hearson written and illustrated by yes her. There you very go. competently done the other well one of the, the other wonderful books we've got is um a book called the littlest watchman which is really an advent book it's about imagining a a young boy who is waiting uh, and doesn't know he's waiting for 
the Lord Jesus, but is being told to watch a stump of a tree. Oh, lovely. So he's so that's going to be the tree from which the 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 sprig what's yeah, it called so it becomes from the from jesse stump yes, out of that the, the leaf come. that comes from the lovely stump of jesse so uh, it tells it tells the sort of uh, the run up to christmas at the advent story really the waiting part and i'm not an expert on this but as you're sort of flicking through that looks to me the sort of book you read to your child yes so it would be one yes it it would be one that you would read to a, a child up to infants yeah. Up, up to sort of eight until until they're confident readers themselves. L- lovely to look at the little story of the, a boy who's bored waiting. Yes. <laughs> Lots of... Uh, oh, yeah. So children. really nice expressions yes. on his face. Yes. He's, he's, he gets bored and then, you know, things are happening and he's wanting to join in. And, but then, then he sees what's happening in Bethlehem. So lovely story. And that, that also... You, with that, or an addition to that, they've produced uh, an advent calendar, which I didn't dare open because I'd, I'm, <laughs> but I'm sure it's got lovely illustrations inside. But I feel slightly bad because this podcast isn't going out until after, it was sort of, well, it will have been Advent Sunday yesterday, I think. Okay. So there's probably still just about time oh, to start. Oh, I'm sure there's time to start. Uh, if you yes. haven't already picked Quickly that up. Quickly order it. Uh, because the advent calendar also comes with a lovely uh, book of family devotions, suggested family devotions, following, um, if you're familiar with it, the Jesse Street, Jesse Tree pattern of looking at an Old Testament story leading up to the birth of Christ, pointing forward to Jesus from the Old Testament. They're really great little devotions with things to do and all very simple, D- something to do which you need a pencil and paper for or right. some sort of you know playing a game so i haven't got to get my whole arts and crafts kit no so very simple things i thought oh actually i I think i could do that yes Uh, look around and see everything beginning with s in the room yes which as we were saying yesterday if you've got a messy house that makes that game even more fun yes yes we could do it yeah i could (laughs) always spend think of lots and lots of things in my kitchen so really nice family devotions and advent calendar to go with that and and a lovely book so if you hurry you can still pack it in for Advent, uh, always remembering, of course, in, in when you're doing these Jesse Tree things. If you've done four of them over the course of Advent, that's four more po- than yeah. last year, or maybe it's four different ones from last year, but better to do something yeah. than nothing. Yes, don't feel if you've missed a day, then you've failed and you might as well yeah. give up. You can build up. Um, I've got one other Christmas-themed children's bit. This is from Helen Buckley, illustrated by Jenny Brake. Helen's produced a little children's Christmas book every year for the last few years. Um, I'm going to be talking to her, in fact, on the podcast in a couple of weeks about uh, these children's Christmas books that she writes and other things. This is called If I Were in Charge of Christmas. Um, And the sort of Bible verse at the beginning is from Micah chapter 5, but you, Bethlehem Ephra, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel. And it's this little child saying, well, if I were in charge of the first Christmas, what would I have done? And I think it would be a really engaging thing to read. So it's got nice things of, you know, if I were in charge of Christmas, the king would be given to a princess or be given to the prime minister or given to a film star. And then the next page you get, no, it was given to Mary. So, you know, a nice sort of thing to read with a child. The king would be born in London, Birmingham, Jerusalem, no, just little old small unimportant Bethlehem. So nicely engaging way that it's written. Um, lots of repeated phrases so that your child could learn as you read the book again and again to, to kind of say those things. Um, and 
uh yeah just um the kind of but we've always given this in the last few years to our toddler groups mm-hmm. as a, sort of along with a christmas present i think i would say compared to the the previous two or three that she's done this one may be slightly harder for families with no bible knowledge or understanding to to grasp it's maybe not quite as as clear in the way that it's ordered and three but but still a really lovely book and beautifully illustrated and i've also been looking at uh not written by the same person but illustrated also by jenny brake everyone a child should know um if you had everything a child should know about god a few years ago this is very much in that same series and it's an absolutely beautiful book it's written by claire claire heathwhite and it's 52 christians from across history and for each one you get beautiful picture a page that you could read out to your child you know they're aimed at really quite young children um and then alongside it you can get a pack of cards which also have a picture of the person you're talking about and just a sort of one sentence summary of who they are so really great for children to sort of learn some of these things um there was one person I'd never heard of. There were quite a few I didn't know a lot about. The person I'd never heard of was Lilius Trotter, who was an artist. Oh, was she? She was, but Lilius knew that painting was good, but telling people about Jesus was even better. And so that's what she chose to do. And said so she went to North Africa, she started sewing clubs, and she wrote little books and illustrated them, and started telling Muslims about Jesus in that way. Um, I really like this. And I, I think if you're a Christian family, this would be a perfect thing to give to a small child this Christmas as a present that you then work through with yes. them during the, the year. This is a lovely sort of thing that you would maybe do at a tea time devotions with yes. with a family. And because, the, the, and often with our children, certainly with my children, they've heard some of the... Yeah missionary biographies before they've Mm. heard about more famous people but there are certainly some more obscure people in this group and people that you might not have thought they've got there's rembrandt is in there yes and bach and and and, but also argula von grumbach yes who i'm was not familiar with previously (laughs) Uh, so people and then some of the reformers as well so maybe they've been doing that in sunday school so you could uh really build up there's a little uh is there there's a little but there's a bible verse and yes and uh, i really like there's always a little introduction so you know this one is if you had more money than you can dream of what would you do with it would you buy toys or games or presents or you know do you have a very special toy um yeah it's just something that a small child could really identify with can you play a musical instrument do you like making music and then talks about bark so really nice i think if i had one very slight quibble with this i would say not entirely but largely it's quite white and quite western so there are some people of color and the illustrator has done a really nice job of of uh, showing that but there aren't many so even those the sort of black people are, are sort of americans there aren't many africans or south americans or um asians or and i i just think it would have been maybe a nice opportunity just to show that the church does extend across the whole world and it's not just people who are a bit like us but actually people whose lives are very different from ours as well but but really delightful and i would say if you've got a godchild or a child or a grandchild that you know is in a christian family that you'd love to give something to for a special christmas present or birthday present uh, this would be yeah. a, a delightful thing to and give them again wonderful production values a lovely ribbon in the book yeah. nicely hardback really nice yeah uh, nice little gift. box that the cards are in that looks yeah. sturdy that'll last 
while they all get out. And then we've got one last children's book, which I think oh. we've both read. Yes. Uh, I know you've been very excited about this, Amanda. Just tell us what this is and yes, why. Yes, it's called God's Very Good Idea, uh, and it's by Trillia Newbell, uh, who's American. And it's about how everybody is different and about how God it's God's good idea to make people different. It's, and yes, it's, and, and to bring those people who are different together into a family. Yes. So that's the thing. It's a true story about God's delightfully different family. And so that's where it ends up is with the church, with everyone all together, your wonderful and colourful church family, yes. she calls it. And this, just this absolutely is lovely. a wonderful book, certainly for our parish, which is very multicultural because it very clearly shows people of different colours, different ethnicities, yeah. but but also says that, you know, God made people who liked reading and some who liked riding bikes. That Yeah, some who have curly hair and some who have straight hair, some who are men and some who are women. So, you know, it's not just all about race by any means. It's about difference. It's about difference, exactly. And whatever your community is like, whatever your church is like, there will be people who are different in, in all sorts of ways. Yeah, it, but it, very, very lovely illustrations, that just the sort of illustrations you would yeah. buy in a in a non in, in a secular book. Exactly. It doesn't, it, it doesn't lose anything, again, as Ros no. was saying. It's, it's gorgeous and very pleased to recommend yeah. it. Um, as a lovely reading book, uh, quite A4 sort of size, good size, uh, yeah. again, for under eights, probably. Yeah, I would have thought so. I would have thought this is the kind of book that maybe you could start by reading to a child, but actually they would grow up and enjoy reading for themselves. That's, yes. There's a lot on the pages, isn't there? There's a lot of yeah. people, a lot of pictures, quite a lot of text on some of them. So yeah. I think it's a book that would probably grow with your child. Yes. It, um, it, as well sort says, of primary school. But lots of things to point out at and talk about on the pages. Yeah. Things to count, things to, yeah, yeah. Things to enjoy. Uh, uh, Even things like I'm just looking at a picture now and, you know, a third of the people in the picture have glasses. You know, some of them are old people. Some of them have got red hair. I mean, goodness, who has red hair, Amanda? Your godson, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you know, this, I mean, it just, it, you know, and somebody in a wheelchair and somebody with a walking stick. And, you know, it's just really thoughtfully done. Um, yeah. So I, that whoever you are and whatever your family or your church family looks like, you'd find yourself, yourself in this book, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. And great for children to grow up seeing that and yeah. having a vision yeah. for god's family uh, outside maybe their normal everyday experience exactly i mean you were saying very good for this parish which is very multicultural and i agree really important for children to be able to see themselves in the book but actually almost more important for people growing up in a church like mine which is very largely white not exclusively but very largely so that they know that actually God's family isn't normally Absolutely. like ours yeah. and normally it's much more varied and mixed and, and that that's how God works as well. So we yeah. really love that. And again, that's one that you might give to a, a godchild or a child um, as a Christmas present, not Christmas themed, but a lovely book to give. Absolutely. And receive. Recommended. Great. Now we've got some grown up books. We do. Amanda, why don't you start by telling us about the spiritual health check that you've been looking at? I know you've really liked that. I, I, I was really uh, taken with this. It's, uh, it's, a, it's called Spiritual Health Check by Carl Afton. And uh, it doesn't have a penguin on the front, unlike his Christmas book. Oh, disappointing. Book. Uh, but 
It is really good. It's very keenly priced. Uh, we had a look at the price of this because I was wondering yes, whether it would appeal. Of, if you get the ebook, it's less than £2. It is, yeah. And it's about two fifty, a little bit more um, for the hard copy if you buy one, or not the softback copy if you buy one. And yeah, about £2.50 if you bought 10 for your church or more. Mm. So really nicely priced. Just the sort of thing, I, you, well, if your church is well off, you might buy them for people or you mm. might encourage people to, to buy a copy to... Uh, for the new year so yes. it's got what it has is it has 16 short devotions uh to help well they suggest to help your christian life grow healthier and more joyful uh, this little book will help you assess how you're doing in your faith so it's a way it's a way of reflecting on where we are with the lord um and just short bible verses a little thought and some suggested prayers so there's the the titles of the uh, devotions are spiritually healthy love gratitude excitement things like healthy food the gift of suffering uh, the giver of gifts healthy living so lots of sort of practical things that we um, would would want to think about about um, when it says a healthy body it's not actually whether we're going to run excellent uh, uh, keep start running but amanda was on the park run this morning first time ever so uh yeah uh, we'll see we'll see if that's <laughs> to be repeated but uh the, yeah how am i doing with church yes. how am i doing Lovely. uh in in the battle uh, against mm. sin so just a great way maybe to start your new year there's only 16 devotions so if you did this hot this book over the course of january that would give you a bit of slack to yeah. get your january going yeah or you might be very keen on the beginning of january and say right i'm just going to do this for the next two weeks and then yes you, know, you could be very really keen start me um one suggestion i think it had which i thought was great was you might give it to someone uh, perhaps that you pray with or your accountability mm. partner or if you have a little uh, very small group and do it together if you have somebody that it would help you to be accountable to on this kind of thing or you know if you have a sort of group that you get together with occasionally why, why not do it together and use that as a, a way of being accountable to each other uh, going through those things so and again it's one of those kind of little small paperbacks you could easily just slip it in a, a decent sized Christmas card envelope and, and give it to somebody. Yeah, why not send it to a Christian friend? Perhaps yeah. to the godparents of your children. Oh, there you go. There's a thought. <laughs> there you go, Ros. <laughs> there you go. Lovely. And we've got some other devotional resources for New Year. Perhaps if we start with the... Oh, you picked up Tumbling Sky, so oh, let's okay. start with that. Um, so this is um, Matt Searles' devotions, Psalm Devotions for Weary Souls. Um, some of you may know Matt Searles' music. We featured on the podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, there's a an album called Tumbling Sky uh, with his sort of modern versions of a number of psalms, beautiful um, music, beautifully sung by Miriam Jones. I highly recommend that. And to go along with that, he's then produced this book of of devotions. Uh, Amanda, what did you make of these? Um, so not all the way through of it by yeah. any means, but uh, uh, my husband and I have started uh, doing a few of these together lovely i mean a lovely way to um enter into the psalms uh, most of the devotions actually uh, there's sort of three or four of them on each psalm yeah so actually it's a way of really engaging with psalm because psalms are poetry we need mm. to sit in them not just to sort of skim them and yeah. get over them don't we so uh, the, the way we've been doing it is we read the whole psalm and then meditate on that verse which actually he's yeah. it tends to be just on one verse or one part of a verse and yes. reflect so very nicely thought-provoking uh, 
a good way to engage with a mm. psalm and to meditate around it. I agree. It. So a number of years ago when I was really struggling uh, with depression, somebody recommended to me Paul Tripp's book, uh, Sh- uh, Shelter in the Time of Storm, and he just takes one psalm mm. and does, I can't remember how many meditations, there's sort of 40 or 50 meditations on that one psalm. Mm. And that's always been now my sort of go-to book to recommend to people who are, who are struggling and yeah. just feel that they can't pray and they don't know what to do but I'm certainly going to add this to the list and I particularly think this alongside the CD so if you're somebody who is really struggling you can at least put the CD on and listen yeah and then as you feel able to do some of the devotions to meditate on them and then maybe still have the CD and just focusing on that the song that's related to the psalm you're thinking about at the moment to really help him great thing about a song of course Mm. is that in the long term, you will learn that, and then that psalm will be embedded. Exactly, and you'll you. associate it with the the kind of things that he's helped to draw out in the book. So, I mean, I'm not sure necessarily I would give this as a Christmas present unless it was somebody I really knew well, and I really thought this was something that would be a great help to them. Um, because it, it does have, I mean, you know, it is for anyone, and, you know, will be of benefit to anyone, but... There is a particular focus on on that sort of suffering and struggling and weariness. Well, and uh, Ros was talking about the pe- sort of people who maybe find Christmas quite difficult. Yes, actually, this might be something you would consider. Yeah, so that's as a, a really a good for idea. Them. Yeah, yeah, and maybe just with a word of explanation. Yes, what it is and why why you thought it might be helpful to them. And you can get the CD. Uh, you can download the songs, I think, for free mm-hmm. still at the moment. But obviously, you can also get a sort of an actual CD, if, which might be a nice sort of yeah. to give together as a present. So, yeah, I really like that. And again, um, 10 of those have published this. And it's just a lovely, lovely book to hold and, and to look at. I think they've done a, a beautiful job with that. So, yeah, it just it feels nice. And finally, the biggest books that we've got... Um, so 10 of the, uh, not 10 of those, the Good Book Company for many years have been publishing Explore Bible Reading Notes. And just recently they've started putting compilations of those together um, into these nice sort of hardback volumes. So they sent us um, a volume, 90 Days in John, chapters 14 to 17, Romans and James. So you get three months worth of readings. Uh, this one is by Tim Keller and Sam Albury. And it's nice. You get the sort of explore note, you get the passage, little instructions, some questions to think about, some application and prayer. And then you get space to write notes in your own prayers. So it's like a hardback journal. Uh, yeah, it is quite a large, like, yes, it's not say, really it's a large. travel book. I no. think it's a sort of keep by the bed. It's hardback, it has a ribbon, it's yeah. again, nicely produced and something you might want to plan for the new year yeah and again could be a really nice present for example someone you know who's just starting to get into having daily bible readings bible you know and and it's sort of in present to encourage them say look you know this is a worthwhile important thing it's worth having this lovely book to do i would be slightly nervous about giving this to someone who's an older christian just because these are reprints from explore bible notes okay so if somebody's previously done those explore notes it's slightly less of a good present but one you might give to people even if they've been doing that is um a slightly unusual volume in that series 90 days in genesis exodus psalms and galatians with calvin luther bullinger and cranmer this is edited by lee gatis hello lee and um it's for the same format you get the passage that you're going to read and then you get a little introduction which lee has written and then some notes from one of the reformers. 
Um, and then Lee's written again the application questions and prayer and you've got space to write about that. And I thought this would be a really great thing. A lot of churches have been doing um, a series on the Reformation and helping people to understand a bit more about... Perhaps using the church society resources in their Sunday schools. Or they might have been to see a monk's tale and, you know, or whatever it is. Um and actually think, oh, I'd like to know a bit more about those people, about Martin Luther, about John Calvin, about Thomas Cromwell. Perhaps you've read uh, Why Does the Reformation Still Matter? Exactly. And thought, I'd like to dig more into and the reformers. And I just think, actually, this is lovely because they're, they're carefully selected sections. They're doing work on the Bible passage. And so you just get a sense of the devotional life of, of some of these reformers. You're not faced with long tomes with sort of rants about the Pope that you have to sort of get through before you get to the really good stuff. I mean, the, the rants are quite good as well, but they're maybe slightly less... Um, edifying. Edifying, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and Lee's done all that hard work for you, uh, sorting it out and, and making sections. The way it's organised, um, you get uh, Calvin, Luther and Heinrich Bullinger, who are the sort of main people that are working through Galatians and Genesis and then Bullinger on the Apostles' Creed and the Ten Commandments. Um, and then every seventh day, so perhaps you could arrange that, so that was every Sunday, for example, if you're very organised and that's how your week worked. Uh, he looks at one of the homilies that Cranmer wrote for the Anglican Church, and, and again, you get to, to think about um, what it was that Cranmer wanted Christians to know and understand and, and reflect on that. So I think that might be something that I, that would be a really nice gift for for somebody who you just thought, or something to put on your own wish list if you've thought, I'd like to know a bit more and spend a bit more time with those reformers. Uh, maybe that's a good gift that you'd like to ask. What's going to be on your Christmas list, Amanda? Ooh. Sorry, I haven't warned you about <laughs> You that. didn't warn me about that question. And we haven't got very long left on the podcast. Um, what, what would you love to receive this Christmas? Uh, well, I... Yeah, I'm not very Okay, good. well, I'll tell you. Go mine, on, Ros has obviously think. got something bubbling under. I, so I, we asked uh, Good Book Company and 10 of those if they would be willing to, to send us some mm. books to review from there. And I must admit, I was slightly sneakily hoping for a new journaling Bible, and they didn't send us one. But since uh, since I was kind of looking at theirs, I came across recently a just a beautiful, beautiful edition of the ESV that Crossway are producing. And there's sort of this beautiful cloth-bound hardback with gold-embossed cover, or there's a leather version or various different things, and then beautiful um, sort of kind of combination of sort of art deco and medieval manuscript kind of gold printed illustrations and nice single column wide margin. anyway that's what I've got my eye on this <laughs> Christmas I have been eyeing up the is it the bible project there's this massive yes. coffee table book that 10 of those have got in. oh wow I think it's I think it's the bible project it's yes huge illustrations uh illustrating bible yes i uh, know what you mean they're almost like posters for each yes and they've done it in a lovely cloth bound oh wow it's it's quite pricey though so i bet well that might be a present for someone very special good (laughs) we hope that's helped you uh do think about what you might be giving this christmas more than just chocolates and wine and toys that you know there might be something lovely we'll put as i said all the links to the different books we've mentioned and where you can get them on the website and we hope you have a lovely Christmas. Merry Christmas.